This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, Gordon Damer. Larry Hardesty, how we feeling, my friend? Yeah. I just knew, Gordon, we were going to come here and have a have a downtrodden show. Well, the Knicks played well until the overtime, and then, you know, you kind of figured out you could see what was going to happen. But no. They said, Larry, we're going to change the narrative tonight. We're going to get a win in overtime. I don't know how they did it, <laughs> but they got a win, Gordon. I'll take it. Yeah, no question. Uh, getting a, a gutty win, a gritty win, pulling it out. Thought that they had some opportunities to close it out uh, at the end of regulation. Were not able to. And anytime that happens for any team, you, you worry that you get into overtime and it's going to slip away. But uh, Jalen Brunson coming up big in that extra <laughs> oh, session. Huge. And huge. Uh, the Knicks get a win, a much-needed win at that. Another one, right? Keep, just yes. keep it rolling. Keep, keep, keep stacking them up. Keep stacking them up, Gordon. So listen. Um, I don't know if you heard me because I was yelling. Yeah. I don't know if you heard me screaming at Julius Randle to not bring the ball up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you heard me screaming at Tom Thibodeau. Can you run another play instead of let's give it to Julius? Right. And 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 Let he's not doing clog anything. Up the lane. Yes. Wait for the triple teams to come because they know as soon as he gets the ball in that spot, he's not He's gonna. He's probably gonna go up with it. And uh, now he did. He did get fortunate. He hit Brunson with a. No, excuse me. He hit uh, Grimes. Grimes with a good pass. Yep. Hit a big three there. Hit another yep. one that uh, that bounced in. So yep. uh, it was not always the prettiest. But uh, yeah, I mean, he did not have a good fourth quarter, Randall, uh, and overtime. But uh, look, no. thirty-one points, yes. thirteen rebounds, seven yes. assists. Tough to yes. crush him too much. But, nope. Uh, nope. 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 You know, now two games over 500, which is important because whenever this ends, right, like you, you, you want to kind of build up a little reservoir Absolutely. so that you can have a little misstep here or there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, um, yeah, good performance tonight by Brunson, by the Knicks. Barrett, I thought, was good before he, he fouled out, good. unfortunately. He and I thought good. that those fouls that he was getting called, I thought they were very ticky-tack. Very. Very ticky-tack. Very. Um, but, hey, you know, maybe the Knicks have started to find a little groove here. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody see Cam Reddish? <laughs> no. The next time you see him, he will be wearing a different jersey. Now, we discussed this, Gordon. Yeah. With, with Obi topping out, maybe this is an opportunity for Cam Reddish to get some playing time. No, sorry. No. He went to Jericho Sims. A little Jericho Sims action, yeah. Now, now I enjoy Jericho. I do, you know. But, yeah. but see, the, the issue for me here with him is – Considering who, <laughs> considering the lineup he had on the floor, who else was going to score? That that was the concern I had while Jericho was in the first time, and and you know earlier the Nick bench played well. I thought the bench really looked good tonight, Gordon, for the first time in a while, consistently. Yeah, uh, look, it's not a very deep bench, right? I mean, nah. it's four guys only playing and nine. It. Yeah, only playing and, nine. and and Sims only play he played less than ten minutes, so um, eight. Yeah, eight minutes for him. So uh-huh. it's 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 basically three guys, and uh, it does not seem like, you know, until Obi comes back, uh, it seems like this is probably going to be what it is, right? I mean, yeah. it doesn't look like they're going to be making any changes. Why would you? It's working right now. So yeah, exactly. I, I will say that the the um, the feeling that a lot of Nick fans had of this team has tuned out Tom Thibodeau, and that they are. 
you know, they're, they're sick of his voice and uh, it's time for a coaching change. That has not turned out to be the case. Now, no. Again, no. it could always change. It could go back the other way. Uh, but at least right now, the reason I think the primary reason why they're winning these games is because of effort. And the effort yes. they put out tonight was uh, was what you're looking for. It was outstanding. It, it was outstanding, especially early, Gordon. And, um, you know, that's what you that's what you need when you're on the road. But get out to the early start. They Chicago looked like they were sleepwalking for, for most of that mm-hmm. first half. And then they caught fire. Uh, and it was a you know good game you know down the stretch and a couple of interesting stats here Gordon Nixon won five straight for the first time since April of 2021 when they won nine straight nine I can't imagine the Nick team winning nine straight games well it surprised <laughs> us then it's it's still a surprise even now two years later basically or two here's some more later. here's some more stats for you Gordon and for Nick fans Randall and Brunson are the first pair of Nick teammates with 30 points and seven assists in the same game since the odd couple. Keith Van Horn and Stefan Marbury. <laughs> wow. <laughs> In January wow. 2004. Wow. You said the odd couple, and I, I was did. like, oh, what, what, the odd couple? And then you said the name. I was like, I would never have gotten that. <laughs> yeah, because I say <laughs> that because. <laughs> we would have been here till Sunday morning trying to guess those two. I say that because they both played together on the Nets. Right. Right? And, and it, Steph was notorious. If he passed the ball to Keith Van Horn and Van Horn missed the shot, Van Horn didn't see the ball no more. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. No, no, no. And as you mentioned, Gordon, two 30-point scorers for the Knicks in the game for the first time this season. So, listen, defensively, they had some laps, but they were okay. I thought they, they've done a really – they've done a much better job defensively. Yes. Than, than, they, than they were previously. They're doing a little better job getting out on the threes. Um, and it's that lineup. It, it's that small lineup that he has with McBride and Quickly and – Grimes and then either Sims or Hardenstein and you know it it it, it, it it's fa- it's quick footwork so that's the big thing for them and listen if they can continue to play like this you know like you said stack up some wins that's what you need to do because the other side is coming <laughs> yeah I mean look it, you know I don't think uh, I don't know where the Knicks are right now in the stand I think they were sixth yesterday yeah I don't know if they moved seed. up to fifth with the that win tonight but. Uh, you know, I, I don't think the Knicks are a six seed. I think no. that they're more uh, in line with a team that is going to be competing to play in. Maybe they get into the playoffs through that, but um, mm-hmm. it's still a lot of this story to, to be told. You Absolutely. know, you're still kind of wondering what the trade. At some point, they have to unload some guys who are not doing anything for them. Mm-hmm. And and what are are they able to bring back anything of um, you know that moves the needle? It's interesting you mentioned trades because when we return, we'll hear from Brian Windhorst and he talks about some Nick trades. We'll do that and take your calls next. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. The Knicks are interested in making a move, but they, they'll attach a, a draft choice to it if it will help them talent wise. And listen, that's a good thing. I understand about shedding salary, but it's more important to not just shed salary to shed salary. In this case is to shed salary and add some, add some quality. What I took from that was that they do not feel any pressure to make a move just to make a move. Mm -hmm. Uh, That they feel like where things are at right now, or, you know, I'm sure it's not ideal. I'm sure they'd like to win every game, but, uh, and maybe this is even before this win streak that they feel kind of confident in where they're at, that they do not have to go out and just make a move 
and there's no sense of panic when the, within the organization. Yeah, and there shouldn't be right now. It's early. It is early. early. It is early. I do think that just structurally, though, they're going to have to – I mean, it doesn't really make sense to have these pieces that have no. some value if you're not getting anything back for them. And the problem nope. is, is like, yeah, maybe you can trade them for a draft pick. Do you need any more draft picks, really? <laughs> no. I mean, I'm we good. got enough of those. Got 11. <laughs> yeah. So, like, how do you turn that into something that, again, moves the needle? I don't know that yeah. you can. Yeah. Well, that's that's why they play Le- pay Leon Rose and – and worldwide west the big bucks gordon to make a decision yeah. and try to get these guys in here and listen uh the brunson move was a good move he has really paid off he's he's been he's paid high dividends he's paid high dividends early and you can just see i mean yes he had a tremendous game tonight but i mean gordon he's averaging starting the game tonight going into the game rather he averaged over 20 points and just under seven assists a game gordon that's great the only thing i just wish he'd do is take the ball out of julius randall's hands that's kind of what you thought you were getting. I mean, again, he has been great. He has been everything that you could have asked for. He has not really struggled, which you thought might be a possibility. Big contract, new team, new group. But, um, yeah, you would have thought that, like, okay, we got a point guard now. Now we have someone that's going to run the – the offense is going to run through him. And it really has not been that. It's still kind of the, the Randall show. Uh, so how that, uh, that impacts them down the stretch – we shall see. I'd like to think that eventually it's going to be more Brunson, but mm-hmm. uh, I think as long as Randall is here, this is the game plan. Unfortunately, I think it is, and he he asserted himself, and there was a couple of shots tonight. And once again, I'm not killing him. I'm not killing him because he had a, he had a really good game, and he was he was hot early, hitting the threes and everything. And he, but it's just a couple of those. I'm like, could, could you just, he just could forces stop. things? Why do you have to force yeah. everything all the time? You know, it's, and the last play, who during regulation? Yeah, how do you draw it up the, in his? That hands? cannot be the play that he drew. That cannot be the play. I, I refuse to believe that that is the play that Tom Thibodeau drew up. Can't be. Cannot be. That's impossible. I mean, give me a break. That, that, with that with a bad. guy, with a guy who is automatic in the in the mid range in Jalen Brunson, you're giving it to him. And he waits to pull up to get like three that seconds shot? to even start moving, and 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 that's the shot you get, like a, a fadeaway jump. What are you doing? <laughs> Gordon, I was yeah. screaming at the TV. Yeah, no wonder, right? I mean, because um, you feel like going to overtime at that point. Oh boy, we had our opportunities. We had a lead. We had opportunities down the stretch. We had the ball last, pretty much. Uh, it looked like that was going to be the last shot of regulation. So you start to wonder. Is this one of the ones that's going to slip away? Because you, you, if you let this one slip away, it takes some of the some of the polish off of the the win streak. Yeah, it does. I mean, I I didn't think I was that low, Gordon, until Jeanette said, "I understand, but keep it down." <laughs> yeah, that's it was one good. of those things. No, it's never good. But listen, um, that's what she signed up for. It. She knew what she was getting right. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, right. As they say in The Godfather, Larry, this is the business we've chosen. You know, you were asked a question and you said yes. You cannot plead ignorance now. No, this is, you know, this is, this is who I am. Yeah, you did not get now. into the Knicks in the last couple of years. You know, no, no, that, that's, that's been there a lifelong for a while. curse. Yeah, <laughs> a lifelong curse, Gordon. Leave the gun, take the cannolis. That's it. I'm afraid to go in the bedroom now. There might be a horse head. Yeah, you never know. (laughs) Scary. You never know. Just when I thought I was out, Mm. they pulled me back in. It's like the Knicks. Knicks. Yeah. (laughs) That is the Knicks. Full circle.
It is. It really is. Well, we'll see what happens. They have another game, and they will be facing Chicago again and again and again. And That's so a weird schedule, right? It is. And it's in Chicago again. Like, why? <laughs> why? What is, I'm sure the players on? are real happy December to be in Chicago, you know? Yeah, you know. Uh, and and, and you can, it's going to be real interesting to see how they play in the rematch. Yeah, just a couple of days. What's that rematch going to be like? What? How is this game going to be different? I don't think I've ever seen that before. Two straight games against the same team in the same venue. Yeah, it, it's weird. I don't know that I've ever seen that before. It's just weird. I, uh, although JP tells me the Lakers did that earlier this season. Mm-hmm. Three straight against San Antonio. Why? 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 <laughs> is the question. Why? I'm surprised oh, I did man. not see some clips about uh, Charles Barkley talking about the Lakers being in San Antonio. He, he loves to, uh, you know, poke some fun at. Uh, oh, he lit into San the Lakers Antonio. last night. Yes, he, yes. Oh, that was a really good game, though. That was yeah. a really good game. A little nice back and forth, but I mean, you know, you got to, Gordon, you got to hit your free throws. <laughs> you got to hit your free throws. They hit Are the, the free Lakers throws. better than we thought they were? No. Because, okay. <laughs> um, because, and last night is the perfect example. Uh, um, Anthony Davis played well. Mm-hmm. Uh, LeBron played well. And they still lost. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they still lost. But, I mean, they, I mean, when they, the, the start that they had to the season. Yeah, it was awful. They were awful. You they know, were awful. And, and not that they're good yet, but mm-hmm. what are they, like 11 and 15 now? I mean, yeah, something like that, yeah. Yep. I think they started yeah. two and ten or something. You know what I mean? Like they, they, they yeah, are LeBron. who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. I remember him. You quoted him the other night. Yeah, right, Denny Green. Yeah, of course. Oh, Denny Green. He's a good friend. He's he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Great guy. When we return, speaking of Denny Green, we'll talk some football, Gordon. Boys, that a cue. Um, I guess they're tired of hearing us talk basketball, so they brought Denny Green in to say, you know, <laughs> let's switch it up, boys. All right, so we'll talk some football. We finally have an idea who's going to be the backup quarterback for the New York Jets this Sunday against the Detroit Lions. It is Zach Wilson, and Robert Seller will tell us why next. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. All right, Robert Seller, you say that Zach Wilson is the number two quarterback on Sunday. Why? Zach's been doing a great job. He's been deliberate in his approach over the last three weeks. He's been holding himself accountable with regards to how he wants to attack practice, how he's been performing in practice, going against our defense, which I think is a pretty good defense to go against, and working on all the different things that we've been asking him to accomplish. But is he hitting open receivers? That's all I want to know, Gordon. I get all that. That's all great. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that he's, you know, holding himself accountable. That's a good thing. By it's saying great. that, doesn't that mean that he wasn't doing that before? Yes. Yes. That's what it means. Yeah. That's what it means. You know, it, 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 among I don't know if he things. meant to give that away like that, but what you're saying is that the quarterback was not holding himself accountable for practice before. No, well, you could tell. Yeah. <laughs> You can hear you can, but still, you can it's surprising that he would admit that. Yeah, it is. It is, and uh, you know. So now, it's going to be interesting, Gordon. We've been saying it over and over and over again. And look, listen. First of all, Jets. It's the right move. There's no other move but to put him back yeah, as the backup. It's the right move. It's the best thing you could do. All right. So Robert Sala, uh, what's up with Mike White? 
Are you still confident that Mike will play this week? Yeah, we're still working as if he's playing this week. All right, so let's go to Zach Wilson now. Uh, we haven't heard from him in a while. Let's see if his uh, if, if he's had gone to Jet Media Relations study and if he's mm. graduated. <laughs> so, Zach, uh, is it weird not to play? It's frustrating, right? You would like to be out there, but, you know, like I said, you, you got to control what you can control. And right now it's, you know, how can I just do everything I can to put myself in the best position to help this organization and this team? So, um, you know, just taking it a day at a time. All right. Zach, what have you improved on? You know, I don't know if it's one specific thing, but just trying to be a quarterback. You know, my focus has been what's the best decision I can make for this team each and every play. You know, that's the mindset going into each play. And so just going out there and, and just doing my best. All right. Zach, will you be ready if Mike White can't go? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's my job as a quarterback is to make sure I'm always ready to go and, and uh, trying to put this team, you know, in the best position possible. Uh, his sound bites are shorter. Gordon, I think he's, he's done a better job. Uh, we'll and see what happens. You absolutely nothing in them, and that's that's the that's job what, that's of a quarterback. His job. That's absolutely. his job. That's what he's supposed to do. Well, let's see if we can trap him on this. Uh, Zach Wilson, how do you feel about not playing? Now, of course, you want to be out there, but you know you just want to improve and try and do the best you can. And you know when your number's called, you gotta gotta be ready. That's a good job out of him, Gordon. That's that's what you're looking for. <laughs> Short and sweet, and absolutely no abs- Do it like Derek Jeter used to do. Oh, please. Graduate, he, I always said this, he could teach a course for athletes uh, at the new right. school. Yeah, I mean, they have those video classes, the master yeah. class series yeah. that they yeah. have online. Yeah. He could give a master class on saying absolutely nothing but yet saying words in English. That's it. He did a great job. He did a great job. So this is, this is going to be interesting, as I said over and over again, Gordon, because, look, here's what we know about this Detroit Lions team. Offensively, uh, Jared Goff, it's pretty good in the last game. 330 yards and three touchdowns, no picks, a 120.7 rating. He's got 30 career games with 300-plus passing yards. So you know that he they have a really good offense. The question is, will the Jets be able to put together enough offense on their part to try to make this Lions defense pay? Because, to be fair, of late, they played pretty well. I mean, they held Minnesota to just 23 points last week. Yeah, they, they've improved the defense in the course. Of the, at the start of the year, their defense was one of the worst in the sport. But they have certainly uh, rebounded from them. Great job by Dan Campbell uh, because it didn't seem like they had a whole bunch of talent. And, and the talent they have is kind of young. So, mm-hmm. But uh, they have absolutely turned it around on that side of the ball. Now, we knew they were going to be able to score some points because they yes. do have some offensive weapons. I just I would be a, if I were a Lion fan I'd be a little concerned about Jared Goff outside in the elements northeast on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like it's going to be a good day on Sunday. I, I I I should check the forecast to make sure, but I thought that it was you know a good chance of rain, mm-hmm. and that plays right into the New York Jets' hands. Actually, um, it's going to be cold. It's going to mm-hmm. be a 36, but it is going to be clear. Okay. So no the rain wind. in the forecast. I don't know wind, what the wind, I don't, I don't know there. what the uh, barometer, I don't know what that, any of that is doing. I'll okay. have to take a look. But yeah, it's going to be, uh, high will be 36 between 1 and 2 p.m. Mm-hmm. And so that means 36 at game half, time. It's going down. <laughs> exactly. And you figure, right, like even if it's not a windy day generally, it's the Meadowlands. It's, go- it's windy. It's going to be windy there. It's always there's, windy there, right. There's some wind somewhere in that stadium mm-hmm. all the time. All the time, it could it could be, it could be um, preseason, 
and you might get a breeze. <laughs> that's the way it is in that stadium. It's just it's just crazy that way. It really yeah. is. I found this cool thing. Five thirty eight has uh, this uh, playoff. Uh, I don't even know what you would call it. Uh, playoff prediction Ooh, model okay. that they have. Uh-huh. Nice. And they have all the teams, and you can kind of pick the results that you want. And it gives you the playoff, the, the odds of that team making the playoffs, right? Hmm. Mm-hmm. So if the Jet, the Jets right now have a 33% chance of making the playoffs according to 538. Okay. If they just simply win the Detroit and the Jacksonville game, mm-hmm. their odds double. They're at 60%. Really? Yeah. Now, if you – let me cancel them out. Uh, and then you go to the Giants. The Giants right now, 45%. Mm-hmm. If they win the game against Washington, it jumps to 86%. Wow. If they lose the game to Washington, it drops to 26%. It's big games this week. Big game for the Giants, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Big games this week. Big, big games this week. You're right. Um, Now, I remember that you have a a lock on the Jets this week for you. Uh, you Yeah, I feel feel confident about the Jets at home. I mean, look. Yeah, you've you've had some disappointing games here. You've had some disappointing results. And I wouldn't say disappointing games per se, because I think they played uh, well overall. It's just, you know, just little mistakes. They add mm-hmm. up. You know, yeah. it's not just yeah. one mistake here and one mistake there. They all kind of add up over the, uh, the course of the game. Uh, I think at home against a young Lions team, Jared Goff outside, yeah, I would say um, unless the, ch- the line changes dramatically – Mm-hmm. I feel very confident about the Jets this week. And if I had, like, number one pick mm-hmm. of my picks this week, mm-hmm. the Jets would be that pick. Okay. Sounds like a lock. I'm it's just the free saying, money I'm express, Larry. Yeah, yeah I would, look, I would say it's a lock. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, the Jets now, now are, uh, are getting one. So, uh, wow. yeah, come on. That's <laughs> at home against <laughs> at the Lions? Home? You're getting one? Well, that's because they're not sure of the quarterback. Well, you, you should be sure of it now. Yeah. I mean. It might have dropped. Right. Look, it, <laughs> but it hasn't moved that much. Like, if all of a sudden I log on and I see it's, a, you know, Jets plus seven, then I know something's up. All right. So, how do you, would it be the same if if it was announced Zach Wilson's decision? No, no, that would not. That, then I would be a little concerned. Then would I would the, be a little concerned. Would, would the points change? Would it be plus oh, one? Oh, absolutely. I mean, come on. You'd have to, right? <laughs> Jets would be getting a ton of points then. Oh, my goodness. That's what I really like. You, you have to lock it in, you know, well before that. Yeah, no, you don't want you don't want, uh, you don't want any Zach Wilson sightings on, no. uh, on Sunday. <laughs> hey, look, uh, you know, could they still win the game with Zach Wilson? I think they could still. They won games with mm-hmm. Zach Wilson this sure, year. Sure, they I have. Think, Absolutely. You know, the problem is, is that we just have those two Patriot performances in our minds. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of hard to shake them because they it were – they were peak awful. Uh, th- that was about as bad as you could be. So, Especially the second one. Yeah, he killed you. I mean, he absolutely killed you. So, yeah, two yards in the second half. I mean, Gordon, yes. that, that's hard to do. <laughs> that is hard to do. That's that not is easy. hard to do. You got to work to do that. You got to yeah. work. Cost him and, his job. And I get that, you know, uh, Robert Sala is going to say Zach did this and Zach did that, and that's why he's the second quarterback. Part of it has to be that Joe Flacco is he's, he's done. Just, he, yeah, he's done. I mean, come he's on, done. you he's know, done. he can't play. Yeah, it was the only move to make. There's no question about it. No question. He had no choice. His back was against the wall, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was very little option. You're listening to the best of ESPN New York tonight. It's unfair to Daniel Jones. 
It is. How is he with with what they have him working with? How how, how is this game riding on him? Well, he's he's one of the the. I mean, if you were to list the the players offensively, the Giants need to win this game. It's him and Saquon. Yeah, right? you're not really counting on anybody else. We are saying, so, oh, this guy has to have a big game. So he had to do throw it and catch it too. <laughs> he might have to. He'll be like the old uh, Giselle Bunchin. He cannot throw the ball and catch the ball too. You know, right, so yeah. he might have to uh, do both of them. I was I'm surprised that. Well, maybe they didn't. It's interesting statement, but it's logical in the sense that you maybe they've already made their decision what they're going to do with Daniel Jones. So there's no need to speak with him during the bye week. Whereas with Saquon Barkley, they kind of want to get an idea about where he's thinking and, and what you know what the salary structure or how many years he's looking for, or something of that nature by talking to him and his his people. Uh, but I mean, I would think. If if my back was to the wall, I would say you say Larry. Which of the two would would more likely be back next season? I would say Daniel Jones in a heartbeat, in a heartbeat. Uh, yeah. I mean, for Saquon, it's going to come down to uh, I think how much does he want to cash in on this one opportunity for a running back to cash in? Mm-hmm. Does he look at the Giants as the place he wants to be and they can make the numbers work somehow, or is he looking to? You know, running backs is very difficult to get that second deal. So uh, I don't know how he's going to, uh, you know, what's what's the most important thing to him. You know, Daniel Jones, uh, part of it is I just don't think that the Giants are going to have that many great options otherwise. So, mm-hmm. like, if you're saying, well, we're not going to move on with Daniel Jones, okay, well, what's plan B then? Right. If you're saying we're not going to move on with Saquon Barkley, there's some options. Right, of course. You can just you draft a running back. You mm-hmm. know, you can just go find a running back. Now, he might not be as good as, as Saquon is at his peak, but right. we've seen here, even in a contract year, the guy's worn down. Yeah. yeah. And, and good, te- good teams do not invest big money in running backs. No. No. Those days are done. And I know I, I speak to a couple of former running backs in the NFL, and they're not happy. You know, right. No. You know, of and course. I understand. And I understand. You know, we're valuable. Look at this. You know, you, you got to have balance. You need the running game. You need it. There's no question. The problem is that nobody, with the exception of Derrick Henry, is has got a feature running back anymore. It's running back by committee. So because of it, for the most part, is running back by committee. You give me two or three different running backs, I'm good. Look at the Jets. I mean, Brees Hall goes out. You know, it's like, oh, man, what are the Jets going to do? And this kid, Bam Knight, comes out of nowhere mm-hmm. with fresh legs and is tearing up, is tearing up the, the, the run game for them. Right. And that's the situation that you could say that, maybe not to that extent, but, Gordon, that's the situation around the league. I, I think it is – I have to find the exact stat. I think it's either since 2013 or it's over the last 13 years that the running back – for the Super Bowl champion winning team, on average, has had a salary of about a million dollars. Yep. The leading rusher of the Super Bowl winning team. Mm-hmm. About a million dollars. It's unbelievable. So that tells you that good teams do not, you know, they have they have multiple guys, right? Yeah. yeah. They got they got specialized guys. Mm-hmm. Guys are coming on third down, guys are coming on second down, you know, and they've got their regular guys. And they and and because, you know, you 
And and you've got a running back that that when when the pass play is coming in, we got a blocking running back <laughs> that could pick up the right. blitz. So you you've got you've got specialization. And I give listen, I give Saquon credit because that was something he struggled with early in his career, was picking up blitzes and stuff. So he's done. Listen, he's done all he could do. All right, he he, he was available this year. He carried that team. He's struggling a little bit now. Got some injuries. They didn't get him any help, and he's had to carry. And then they've schemed him out of it. So. I just don't know, going back to Jordan's statement, I just don't know why Daniel Jones has to be just unbelievable this week to try to get a contract. I think he's proven that he should get a contract by the fact that he's moved this offense with nobody else but Saquon Barkley. Well, here's the thing. They could lose the game. Uh, but it, it, to me, it's it's about can he play a clean game, right? Not force passes, not turn the ball over, which he's he's pretty much shown so far this year yep. that he's cut down on the turnout. Now, the touchdowns have not exactly uh, jumped up, mm-hmm. but he stayed healthy. He's played all the games so far this year. Uh, his his completion percentage has improved a little bit. His yep. you know His counting stats are going to improve uh, as a result of that. And the guy's thrown four interceptions all season, working with absolutely nothing, basically. Yeah, yeah. I think that he's already kind of proven, unless you can find some great option otherwise, that he's going to be your guy. And again, it, this is a two-way street. It could be very well that, that some team comes out of nowhere and says, you know, we really want Daniel Jones. That's right. Now, yeah. the Giants can keep him because they mm-hmm. could franchise him, but uh, it's – I think that there's a lot into it. I don't think that it just comes down to this game. I agree. I agree. And he's and like I said, he's he's done a lot for for them this season. Um, but I got to tell you, Gordon, I don't get a good feel for the Giants in this rematch. Yeah, you I know, don't. I kind of feel. I kind of actually do. The fact that they looked so bad last week, I feel like they might bounce back this week. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of that to Ben. I, I don't know how healthy Saquon Barkley is. They need right. him to be. You know, great Saquon and, mm-hmm. and kind of break the game open a little bit, right? Yeah, like he, he yeah. has to have that play that, you know, nobody else can really make. Right. Because the, the options for them to score, they're not great. No, they're not great. They aren't. They aren't. I just, I don't know. I just don't have a good feeling about this. Now we'll see what happens. And clearly, um, right they now, were in the it's hard last to feel week. good about them, right? I mean, they were in the lead last week and should have won that game. They just allowed a late touchdown and forced, it, you know, went into overtime and they couldn't get it done. So, um, you know, it, it, I'm just, I'm just a little leery of, I'm, I'm leery of facing the same team back to back weeks, mm-hmm. which is strange. Yeah, <laughs> talking about weird sweat, two, schedules. Two, not not back to back weeks, but within you two know, weeks. it's back to back game. You know, uh, for, yeah. for the for Washington, it's back to back. It's back to back. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah so, uh, Giants would like to erase that Eagle game as well. Oh, there's no question. What game? Right. <laughs> they they blew that. They threw that tape out. I mean, they yeah, had to no, throw nothing, that out. Nothing to be gained from that. No, but it should be a good game. It should be a good game. I I, I hope they win. It would be nice because I would love to see them. You know, have a chance to get into the postseason. It would be Gordon. Gordon, the more we can talk local football, the better yeah. it is. Yeah, the better it is. Uh, yeah, I mean, as not being a Giant fan uh, mm-hmm. and just a football fan, I don't know that I really want to see the Giants in the playoffs because I don't yeah. think that they're going to match up against whoever they do play. Mm-hmm. But it would be, you know, for, for the job, right? For yeah. the, being able to talk about football, that oh, would yeah. be good for an extra it would week. Be. Absolutely. And I now, think that that's all you're going to get is an extra week. Probably so. <laughs> probably so. Now, come on. Be honest with me. Don't you have a, a decent feeling with Miami 
No. And Buffalo. Oh, none, no. none at all. Larry, Larry, stop. No, of course not. They're, 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 I said that if the Giants beat the Eagles last week, that it would be one of the greatest upsets of we the season. The if the Dolphins went into Buffalo this week and somehow won that game, I would be absolutely floored. Do you it, see it? It would close? be one of the great upsets that I've ever seen. Do you see it close? No, I don't. Wow. I don't get a good feeling about Tua in the cold. I don't get a good feeling about that team in the cold. I don't get a good feeling for where they're at right now. The Bills are rolling and flying high. Every Strange things happen on a, any given week. No question. But when it comes to my hard-earned cash, Larry, no. There, there, there's <laughs> Staying no, in your pocket. <laughs> no, yeah. The yeah. odds for the Dolphins winning that game are astronomical. What's this? What, what's the line on it? Seven, I think. It, okay. it started six and a half, and I did not react quickly enough to get it at mm-hmm. six and a half. I would have loved it at six and a half. I got it at seven. It might be up to seven and a half now. Now it's still at seven. Okay. So it's still a touchdown. And the Bills do something. You know, I felt like earlier in the year the Bills when they when they got the lead they put the the pedal to the metal. Yeah, they don't do that Late, now. Yeah, they don't do that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that the, 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 even the Dolphin defense has not played well overall. So, uh, no, I do not get – and I think – I might be wrong. I think the last time they went to Buffalo and won, Adam Gase was the head coach. I think it was 2015. Jay Ajay had a big game, rushed for like 200 yards. They got a lead early. Yeah. So that tells you how long – you know, it's, it, it's amazing. that year. He was The dominant. NFL, every single year, the Dolphins have to play in Buffalo in December, mm-hmm. late in the year. I mean, every year, and they yeah. almost always have to play in New England every, every single year. year. Yeah, late in the year, and every year the, the cold comes to you early, so they get cramped and everything. They should they should put them in the middle. Just split right. it in the middle. I somewhere. mean, there's not one year that Buffalo plays the Dolphins in Buffalo week two. Yeah, never happened. Yeah. And listen, Buffalo would love to play them in Miami in, in December, <laughs> right? <laughs> to get away from that cold weather they have up there. Sure, they would love it. They would love it. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.